Before we get started with this episode, guys, I just want to take a second to apologize for being gone for about a month and a half, a little over. I'm sorry, there's, due to personal tragedy in my own life, uh, we just took a break from the pod. Uh, really didn't want to record anything if I couldn't record something to make it a good pod, because even though we just do this for fun, we do like it to be good and kind of professional and just have fun with it, and wouldn't be able to have done that in the past month, so this, is, uh, this next episode is going to be the first episode, obviously, we've released, and it is going to be a little bit different than what we've been doing, but we do have a lot in store for you guys in March. Um, we're revamping the entire pod, probably a whole new name, new everything we're about, new stuff we're doing. Um, it's going to be sick uh, coming in March just for fun. Um, we're going to get back into it because we do miss it. Um, and we're going to talk later this week and stuff and start pumping things out. But we are going to release a few episodes before March. Um, they're going to be a little different. It'll probably just be me on the podcast, uh, short little episodes. Um, but this next one is going to be the first one of those. Um, so we do hope you guys enjoy. It feels good to be back, even though it's just something a little different. But anyways, uh, yeah, here we go, guys. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of First World Problems. It's your host, Ben. No fads today. Um, so it's just me having a good time. Little something different. We're going to call this Thoughts with Ben. It's where I just let you guys into what goes on in my brain on a normal day. And I'm just going to kind of talk out loud about... Stuff that I just thought down today and yesterday and the day before that and the day before that while I was at work when I knew I was going to record this today. So I wrote some things down just to know, just so you guys can know what goes through my head on a day-to-day basis. Um, I've been told a lot that some people want to get into that, so I just uh, wrote some things down. Um, it's not going to be a super sad podcast or anything. Uh, it's, it's funny stuff. It's deep stuff. Some of it's deep. Some of it's... Uh, intriguing some of it's just dumb um you know uh but yeah it's good to be back guys a lot of things have changed in my life um i'm probably moving here soon uh that was decided yesterday um i got a dog she's amazing love her to death um if you guys follow the podcast you've probably seen her she's gonna be our pod dog i'll have her on uh next episode um yeah guys i'm, I'm super excited to be back i got a lot of things to store for y'all and uh without further ado might as well just Get into what we're here to do, you know, and that's just uh, record a podcast. Uh, first thing that I wrote down on that I thought about that's man, this is huge is aliens, um, and uh, that's a big topic for me. One that's a little personal. Um, aliens are real, all right. There's so much evidence in the world to show us that aliens are real, and I mean, there's really no argument that they're not except for the fact that they haven't done anything yet. But that's what I want to harp on. Aliens are real and everybody knows it. So why haven't they done anything? When I start to talk about aliens, I think of Bob Lazar. Uh, he's a guy who worked for, basically he worked for Area 51, where they put him into a place where he was working on things that he said obviously weren't human at all. And I'm not really going to go into detail about it, but like, he has a Netflix show called Area 51 and something. It's a, movie, it's a documentary or whatever. And then he was on the Joe Rogan uh, podcast as well. Really interesting stuff. But, like, everything he says pretty much is, like, indisputable evidence almost that aliens are real. And that's just one of, like, so many other things. But, like, with how big the universe is, can you really just say, oh, no, aliens aren't real. No way. Like, no, you can't. Like, it's they just haven't done anything yet. It's I know it's wildly disappointing, but it's just how it is. And one day it's going to do something. Probably... Whenever we go to Mars or some shit like that, the aliens will decide something then. But until then, we're stuck. Like, they're not going to do shit. Um, but anyways, uh, yes, yeah, so aliens are real. I 
people seen alien sightings or UFO sightings. Like, there's no way to say they're not real. There's no really proof proof that everyone can see that they are real, but there's no proof that says they're not. So, in my opinion, <laughs> aliens are real, and they're being pussies, and they haven't done anything yet. They need to get on that. Um, next thing that I thought about is self-destructing messages. You know, when you watch spy movies and stuff, you'll just, like... This message will destruct in five seconds after reading it, and then, like, it just blows up or whatever. Like, why aren't those a thing? That should be real by now. Or, the, like, in Harry Potter, that, like, self-eating envelope that would come and, like, yell at people and then, like, rip itself up. That's cool. That should be real. Like, those things that you just got to wonder, like, why haven't they been put into this world yet? Why can't I send someone a text message that would then self-destruct their phone? I would pay $200 for that feature on my phone. I'd, I'd pay more than that because that's a feature that you would like need to pay top dollar for. But I, I, I'd pay thousand dollars for that to blow up somebody's phone. But like, I mean, they get a they get a notice like five seconds before or five seconds before this message will delete itself from their phone. That's that's what I should get going into. That should be something that's really cool. I know on iMessages you can do the um. You can, like, do the invisible text or whatever, and they can just, like, get it off themselves. But, like, that's not what I want. I want to be able to send a message that's risky, and, you know, maybe I'm a little scared about it. It sends, and as soon as they read it, they can just delete it so they can't, like, they, I don't know. May, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Maybe you just send a message that you just don't want other people to see besides that one person. You know? You could do that. I send a message to Faz. I don't know why it took me so long to think of a name. Uh, if I sent a text to Faz that I don't want anyone else to see ever, I could do that, and then it'll just delete itself. Just in, like, Faz can still screenshot or whatever, but, like, I'd trust him not to. I would trust him as a friend. Or maybe even the text message has a feature where it says, either delete this text message now, or the entire conversation will be deleted in five minutes or like in 30 seconds, you know, something like that. Um, so that way, if there's something you want to keep in the conversation, then you're going to be like pretty much forced to delete it because then you're, if you don't delete that text message, you're going to lose the things you wanted to keep um, in your text forever. So that'd be an incentive. That's something that I might get on and create because it sounds like that could be very beneficial. So I like food just like everybody else, um, I assume. But that's that was a segue into a different topic right there. I like food, don't you? Um, but anyways, so I like food just as much as the next person, as I have already stated. Man, I forgot what I was going to talk about. Oh, yeah, Food Network shows. So I don't watch a lot of Food Network shows. Like, I do like, I watch some, like, Food Network Facebook videos if they just, like, pop up on my feed or whatever. But, like, I don't care too much for, like, Hell's Kitchen or Cuptic Wars or stuff like that. Like, I mean, I enjoy them. I just don't take the time to actually, like, watch them and stuff. But one thing that I think we should try to make and watch is a Food Network show that's like Hell's Kitchen, but it's stoners. So everybody just gets super, super high and cooks. And, like, they just give them, like, a set of things. It's like, look, you've been given crackers, cheese some meat some syrup like just a whole bunch just a whole bunch of random things i don't know why there's the things i thought of just like a whole bunch of random different items just basically a giant pantry full of junk food real food everything and they just get really high then it's just like okay make us something like make us a breakfast dessert like you know like type of breakfast thing that's kind of sweet 
or make us like a lunch specialty just like things like that that'd be a show that i would watch that'd be a show that i could probably win if i get inebriated or a little out of sorts and i'm not like a world-class chef or anything but if i'm a little bit out of sorts and you put me in front of a kitchen i can cook you up a nice meal that everybody will enjoy and that's it's just that like i would win that show and that's something that i might try to do like I don't know what I really want to do with a full career in my life, but what if I just ran a Food Network show where people got high and cooked food? And I would sit down and I would be the one that chooses what type of food they cook. That might be my calling. So if anybody knows any producers on the Food Network, um, you guys know where to find me. It's on my Instagram. Um, just give it a look there. The next thing that I've been on my mind a lot lately is kind of more of a mellow topic. or Not mellow, but like not happy either uh it's kind of to do with death um because like everyone knows i had to deal with some death lately and this is something i've just been thinking about like nobody knows what happens after you die um kind of ironically faz and i talked about that on a few episodes ago i just asked him randomly what do you think happens after you die um we both gave our perspective answers and well i think they're both pretty good answers but like you know as we said like still nobody knows that's just how it is everyone's accepted that so one thing that i thought about like that could be a possibility is what if um when you do pass so when someone dies we don't know where they go but we can think of it i mean so i thought about it this way wherever they go maybe they're just as sad as we are because like i've obviously been super sad but like maybe they're in a generally happy place but they're a happy place like there's still feelings or maybe it's just like another type of world like this but now they have to live their life in however long like if it's an eternity or if it's like another life like whatever they're doing but they have to live that without you now so like if you think about someone that you like truly loved and then if they're not here anymore think about how sad you are what if in their afterlife they're just as sad as you are i know that's super sad to think about but like you know they miss you too so like in that life are they still sad i know when everyone talks about heaven and stuff like that it's all happy and all stuff but what if that's not the case and it's just they're super sad and like they may struggle as well to get day-to-day stuff done i mean like we never know what's going on like in the afterlife so what if they're just as sad as we are that's pretty much just what i'm trying to say i know i'm just kind of just expanding on it but that's what i'm thinking about and it's just that's another way to look at things um or think about different parts of life that's something that comes into my mind a lot on a day-to-day basis um do you guys think life's kind of like a rubik's cube how when you're brought in like when a rubik's cube's bought everything's fine in the cube and it gets mixed up by the changes that you make to it that the purchaser the guy who purchased it lady purchased it they make changes to the rubik's cube and that changes just as in this life you're brought into the world just a perfect little baby and just like a Rubik's Cube. Nothing's been scratched, touched, or anything like that. Um, and then the changes you make and people around you make to it kind of mess it up like a Rubik's Cube. And then later on in your life, some big decisions or like some big moves in this Rubik's Cube. Maybe you're about to get the whole red side red and something clicks. It's like that dream job and boom, your entire red side is complete. But then your yellow side's not complete still. You don't have a family. You make bigger changes in your life that lead 
to your family, having a family and everything, but you also have to move the red side around at the same time to get the yellow side. The red's got to move in unison with what you're doing to get the yellow side right. Just like in a Rubik's Cube. Or, I mean, just like just like in real life. Everything's got to move well or move along right with your dream job to be able to click into place to give you that family as well. But boom, two sides are complete. You still have two more sides. Not two more sides. That was dumb. It leaves you with four sides left to choose from because there are six sides on a Rubik's Cube. But I don't know all the colors. But I mean, you still have a lot left over to figure out even after those two are done. But I mean, assuming maybe some other ones are already completed because you could think maybe the blue side is graduating from high school or like stuff like that. So like things could be done to be accomplished. That's just a little side bit that I thought about. So there's this like device you can buy that you can speak into and it'll translate any language to any language. That's pretty cool. Um, so thinking about that idea a little bit, let's take that to another level. Why isn't there a device like that where we can speak to animals? Imagine having a device where you could just hold up to your to your face, speak. Hey, do you want to go outside? Hold it up to your dog, and it barks. And then it's like, uh, your dog responds. You hold it up to your dog. Then it goes back. Yeah, I'd like to go outside. Do you know how much different the world would be if, you, if that was possible? If we can do it with human languages, why can't we do it with animal languages? Like... Are, are animals fluent in other languages? So I can go out and try to learn Spanish or French or German or anything like that. I took Latin in high school, and I don't... I remember some of it, but, like, that's not the point. But, like, do you think a dog can speak cat if they, like, really try, if they hang out a lot? If you live in a household with mixed pets, I bet your dog can speak cat. But it still sounds like a bark. But they're speaking cat. That is... That's mind-blowing right there. And, like, maybe that's why some animals get along well and some animals don't. The animals that get along well with other animals can speak more than one animal language. And the animals that don't cannot. So I don't know about you, but my dog is very fluent in languages. Imagine if you could just think to text. Like, you're just sitting there and your phone vibrates, you look at it, your watch or whatever. And boom, you can just, like, think in your head and reply with a message. Why isn't that a thing yet? Just implant something in your brain, pay to have it implanted, and you could technically just use your um, brain as like a phone. I don't know, that may be way too advanced to even like think of becoming a possibility, but like I don't think it is. I think it could be well done. Um, your eyes could basically control everything. Like you could just change the channel on the TV just by looking at it, thinking, or like flicking your wrists up and all that stuff like you can do some pretty whack stuff just by like things put into your body like types of controls and stuff like that that's sick and i think that i think it is a possibility to have some type of augmented device where you put on your wrist that can be like wirelessly connected to a whole bunch of different devices at once that could control your phone control your tv control the lights in your house like Everything you can think of, it can control at one time. Only if it's connected. It can't just, obviously, you can't just go someplace and connect it. That'd be compatible devices, obviously, as well. Um, I know it hasn't been a long time, guys, but we're already on the last topic of things I just kind of wrote down. Um, do you think, uh, by human nature, we are better at creating things or destroying things? Um, I don't have quite an answer yet. I'm going to let you know as we're thinking about it, because I've also been thinking about it, uh, just randomly. But look at some awesome things that the world's built. The Eiffel Tower, um...
the Grand Canyon because that's man-made. Uh, we all know that. Um, but I mean, just like Sears Tower, the, uh, whatever the biggest building in Dubai is called, the Golden Gate Bridge, like some just cool things that people have built. Like, look how long it like took to build those things. Um, I don't know like exact dates and everything, but years probably to build some things. And I mean, maybe some things didn't take years and took months, but still, that's such a long time and such amazing features that humans have built. But on the flip side of that, look how quickly you could destroy it. Think about uh, 9-11 um, when the Twin Towers were destroyed, like destroyed in minutes. Something that probably took such a long time to build is just gone in minutes, seconds. Like that's that's insane. And like, so I want to say that humans are better at destroying things if you have the means to destroy it. Because like, if you don't have the means to destroy it, like, it would take me, I would be much better at building something than I would be at destroying a thousand, not, the, like, just a 500-foot building with a sledgehammer. Like, that's just not really realistic. But on the other hand, humans help create things like some flowers and stuff like that. And, like, those are super pretty and, like, create art, art that's immaculate, things that are just, like, beautiful. So, I think... It depends on the person, whether the person is better at creating things than destroying things. Obviously, you have destructive people in the world that would do anything and just destroy everything. But then you have people that want to do nothing but create. And, like, humans create life. That's, like, one of the most beautiful things in the entire world. And, you know, if you're all about having babies, then that's, that's such a beautiful creation. I don't know. Um, what do you guys think? Let us know, like... Let me know. Just like if there's anything I talk about that you want to talk about, just hit me up. Slide into my personal DMs or anything, uh, and just talk about. It. Like if you have anything pops in your head that like super deep you can talk about too. Like I'm all ears all the time. Um, just throwing that in there. Um, but yeah. So that's just something to think about. Are we better at creating or destroying things? I personally think I'm better at creating things. I but I tend to destroy more things. Um, I have ideas all the time that I end up making and blah, 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 and create things and all this other stuff, but I also have a lot of things I've just destroyed. Um, so I don't know, so it's kind of hard to think about. Uh, anyways, guys, we're getting here to the end. Um, it's been a great time. I know it's kind of different podcast. If you stayed this long, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you guys know where to find me at. Uh, ben and Faz on Instagram or at Ben Ulrey, um, whichever one. Always feel free to hit me up. Uh, leave us that subscribe or subscription on iTunes. We always appreciate that. Um, even though I haven't been doing this very long, the previous podcast we has uh, have always got really good reviews, and we really appreciate that. Um, next podcast, hope be a little bit better than this, be a little bit more thought out, and maybe even not thought out. Maybe I'll just come in winging it and just take a long time. Who knows? Um, it'll be fun. I'm having a great time. I miss you guys. It felt good to be back. Uh, I'll see y'all soon. Thanks for stopping by.